I'm enjoying now from uh, a lot of uh, attention because of a certain wonderful class I gave about Christianity explaining a certain detail about the simple faith um, that we know that is the original one and the most um, accurate and precise one with no doubt the ancient one I wanted to share a few things with you just thoughts for you to like put in your mind about our religion about the wonderful Judaism first of all to all our Christian friends I want to remind you something some detail that is very very important first of all you must understand that when you're coming to learn the truth and your source is the Bible or the ancient scripts you have a problem now what's your problem the problem is that the Bible was written in Hebrew and now the fact that you are trying to learn from translation in English makes life very very hard for you guys it becomes very very complex for you to come down to the root of the truth to the real beginning because in the minute that you translate the Hebrew language to another language you lost the depth of the verse of the word because every word in Hebrew can be interpreted in variety of ways and to reflect as well on the word before and the word after and sometimes a word will be used for a certain reason that will bring down a huge amount of light just because that that word been chosen by Hashem um, or by the prophets to reveal a certain um, intention and when you're going to try to translate that word by its meaning you will lose all the intention you can lose all the wisdom that is treasured in that word now the situation becomes even worse when you're counting on translations that been translated by certain people who had an agenda who had a reason to translate in a certain way for an example you can see that many um, of, of the Christians and um, methods and especially the messianic are counting their um, methods on a chapter in Isaiah 53 Nun Gimel and claiming that that chapter is describing the Messiah now first of all that chapter does not refer to the Messiah it's not talking about the Mashiach at all and even if you can say that it does 
It doesn't mean that it's talking about the one that they believe in. That they call him Jesus. That his name was Yeshu. But because that someone hundreds of years ago or even 1500 years ago claimed that that verse, that that chapter is talking about Jesus, it became like a known thing that now that chapter is the evidence for the Messiah. It's not true. Now, there are so many things in the chapter itself, in the verses themselves, that will contradict the fact that you're claiming, that they're claiming that that chapter is referred to discuss Jesus. So many contradictions over there that it's a that it's uh, that it's embarrassing so i don't mind reading for you the chapter and to explain to you every verse in that chapter by the simple explanation of it and you will see that there is no connection except for your belief now me i'm not judging I don't come to tell you, hey, you're wrong, Jesus was not the Messiah. It's not my job. I'm not here to do that. That's not my intention. I'm not here to uproot you from your faith. I just, there are so many nonsense that are being spoken against the Jewish people, against the, the souls of Israel, that it's a shame. You lose your connection to the Torah by cutting yourself away from us because First of all, something to clarify, we're also human, we're people. The fact that certain Jewish people made certain mistakes, it doesn't mean that now all the Jewish people are like this, all the Jewish people are like that. You cannot say that because that, oh, you mistreated this right, you dis mis mistreated that right, you did something wrong, you were wrong in this, you were wrong in that. Like, wake up, you're talking about people. The Jewish people are an amazing group of people that were chased for their religion for thousands of years, been executed, killed, tortured, burnt alive for their religion. And against all odds and all chances and all kinds of logic kept their religion with so much power and dedication and were willing and, and, and ready to sacrifice themselves just to keep on being so, so bonded and, and attached to the Torah and to the truth that you cannot come and judge a huge public and saying you were not teaching the Torah to the nations, you were not uh, revealing the light to the nations, where the nations themselves were prosecuting and killing us for no reason. Now, if you're going to say that heaven's court decided to judge us and to bring us to that kind of suffering and that we deserve those kinds of punishments, I will not argue with you on that there is no doubt that everything that happens in this world is happened, happening by 
the decision of the Creator from heavens. But I will tell you, when the Creator puts his punishments and judgments on someone, it's only because of the reason that he still has hope from him to be educated. Like many verses are saying that the Creator is telling us, I'm going to make you pay for your crimes because I love you. Because he wants us to accept the rebuke and to be educated and learn from our mistakes. This is the approach of a parent that still has hope from his child. A parent that gave up on his child, he just let him go, let him be. He gives him the freedom to take decisions on his own, and he's not rebuking him. But Hashem said, Et asher yohav Hashem The Creator, He rebukes the one He loves, because He still has hope from us. He sees in our eyes, in our hearts, that we are willing to, to fix, to take responsibility. To take full responsibility on our actions and to admit our mistakes and to correct them as much as we can. So, first of all, I suggest for you, the curious people who really wants to go into the depths of the verses, to try to learn um, the Torah with Rashi. Rashi was the main, um, I think you say, commentary um, on the Bible and on the holy books of the prophets. And I would suggest for you always, if you want to understand what the Jewish people really learns and what we received in the tradition from our ancestors, try to read the Bible with the interpretations and comments of Rashi. And then you will have the most loyal and accurate version of the scripts and it will heal you. It will help you to understand that there is another method except for the translated one that you enjoyed until now. And it will help you to understand that many of the things been pulled out from their original source, from the real idea and vision and intention of, of the words, and been twisted to express a certain method, a certain religion that was invented by people. Now, I know that for some of you, my words can be sound very, very, um, very harsh, even though I'm basically trying to offer you an opportunity to move away from a certain mistake that occurred in earlier generations. But because of your love and your emotional connection to that man, you feel like I'm insulting him, I'm insulting your religion. But that's not the place that I'm coming from. And if you choose 
to see things in that way, I cannot help it. But honestly, I'll tell you, I have many friends that are Christians. I have many friends that are Muslim. I'm not being judgmental. And I don't think of myself to be better than someone else because that I am different or because that I am who that I am. I am just basing my understandings on very solid ground. I know that the teachings of Judaism never been changed and never been edited and never been replaced except for certain parts that were erased from some of the books but kept in others in generations that we were burnt and killed for our religion. So the rabbis of those generations decided to erase certain parts from the Talmud from the oral Torah and to remove them from the books that they will not be used against us as plots, as reasons to execute thousands and thousands of people for no reason. But today, all those um, parts that been removed from certain books been added back to the books and we're not denying them and we're proudly presenting them and we don't have no problem with them to be said and, and written. The only thing is that when we were chased for our religion we had to protect the lives of our children, wives and, and elders. So in verse 1 in Ishayahu's prophecy it's written who heard about those things that happened to us? It's a general explanation um, about the horrible things that happened to the nation of Israel in the days of the destruction. Rashi is saying on that, the nations will say to each other, if they would hear what we see with our eyes, if the nations would see what happened to us, they would say that thing. Who would believe what we heard? Second verse, lefanav. That nation has the merit for that greatness. Why? Because he was very, very humble. And he climbed like a baby who grows and being nurtured by his mother. And like a root, Lotoa, he came out from the ground with no grace in the beginning. When we came, we came from a very humble place. You know that simple thing that is known on the nation of Israel, that we're all admitting and being proud of it, that we came from the seed of Abraham, that Abraham himself was a convert, that accept on himself the yoke of heaven. He was the first one to dedicate his whole life for, for Hashem, for the Torah. So we came from a place that we cannot be proud of. Oh, we came from Haran. Oh, we came from from Kasdim. We came from Ur Kasdim. We came from, from we cannot, cannot be proud explaining where we came from. Yaakov came from Haran. 
Abraham came from Ur Kasdim. We cannot go and praise ourselves. Oh, you don't know who we are. Humbly, we have to admit that we came from the same place that all the rest of the nations came from, from the foreign lands, from outside of, of, of the zone of purity and holiness. Just that our father, Abraham, chose himself to dedicate his own life for the sake of faith and truth. And he went all the way. And we following his faith and, and, and his amazing decision to believe in God. He inherited his wisdom to his son Isaac. And Isaac gave it to Jacob and Jacob to the holy tribes. And we are one of the tribes. When we saw the nations are saying again on the nation of Israel. That's the meaning of the verses of this chapter. When we saw him, we're talking about the people of Israel. We're not talking about no Messiah. We're not talking about no one else. We're talking about the people of Israel. If you're going to read the chapter before, if you're going to read the chapter after, you're going to understand the context. You're going to understand where that chapter is located. There is no connection to the Messiah in this chapter at all. It's talking about the troubles that happened to the nation of Israel in the days of destructions. When we saw him in the beginning, we saw him broken and we are asking ourselves, how can in the world we see him in his greatness when, he saw, when we saw him so broken and, and burnt? It's, we're wondering... Next verse, the prophet is mentioning all the nation of Israel as one person and saying to them that they are destined for success even though they're coming from such a broken place and from their humility that they were so tortured and burnt they were humbled and they went very very low with their mind to hold themselves as nothing and they felt like the creator was hiding his face from them they were hiding their face from the creator and from people because of their shame they felt themselves as people with leprosy that are hiding their face not to be seen by others again we are talking about a public of people. We're talking about the general public of Israel after the days of destruction. And it's true. That the nations are admitting that the people of Israel took upon themselves the suffering for the whole wide world. And we assumed that he was hated. To the place the nations admitting that they thought that the nation of Israel were were hated was hated by God but it was not so just that the real truth is that they were violated from the sins of the nations of all nations and depressed and broken from our crimes the nations are saying again no recollection to no Messiah. It doesn't refer to no Messiah. It's talking about 
the job and the role of the nation of Israel as the representative and the messenger and the people that are standing on front line to to represent the rest of the world, the rest of humankind. Musar Shlomenu Alav, suffering came on them and they were tortured for the purpose of bringing peace to the whole wide world. All of us, we were like lost flock, cattle, um, um, I mean um, um, goats and, and sheep. Now it has been revealed that all the that all the 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 nations were wrong and attacked the nation of Israel. Been attacked, the nation of Israel was attacked by the nations, but the suffering that the nation of Israel took upon themselves means that they suffer so badly was removing the judgments from the rest of the nations. It's like it was atoning for the rest of the people, for the rest of the nations. Nigash Vehunana Vehunana the people of Israel were suffering and they have been um, tortured and pushed in lies the nations were lying them and forcing them to do things against their will and they were suffering and was quiet like the deer, like the animal that is about to be slaughtered um, in the slaughterhouse like the sheep in front of the people who are coming to cut her wool, that she is standing still and quiet, will not open his mouth. Now, you know um, that if you try to say that those verses are talking about uh, Jesus, so... I have a question for you. First of all, how can you say that a verse that is saying that he was sick and that he was wounded and 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 that and that he was uh, tortured is referring to to him? He was young, and he was crucified and killed when he was young and he was healthy. It's not like the verses are talking about a person who suffered for so long and been tortured. I'm, I'm just offering for you the option of thinking on this topic again instead of just attaching yourself to what you assume that is the truth without checking. The chapter is not talking about him at all. It's just been misinterpreted or been presented in a in a in a in a wrong way when there is no connection between him to the verse itself to the chapter itself and also that it's written that the people of Israel when they went 
to their death, been tortured to death, they were not talking, they were not screaming. And you know that in your book it's written that Jesus was screaming. He was screaming to Hashem and he was screaming to the people that came after him. He said, why you came with your swords and sticks to catch me? And when he was crucified, he cried, my God, my God, oh Lord, why have you left me? And as well, it's written in the verses that he will be buried with the evil ones. And how can you say that it's written on him that he will be buried with the evil ones if on in your in your method based based on your wisdom it's written on him that he was buried in a grave of a righteous man from Ramatayim, a place that calls Ramatayim. How can you say that? There are so many contradictions here that are showing clearly that there is no reason to take a certain um, method, even though it was written long time ago, and to base all your life on it when it's so far from the source. I suggest for you just to try to read the source and to see that there is no connection. And again, I don't have no reason, and it's not my intention, and it's not my hope, to change your faith and for you not to believe in Jesus. I, I don't mind. And even once I explained it, I think that it was a very nice explanation. I said that if you grew up in a certain way and someone taught you about a certain person, that that person was noble and he was righteous and he was pure, it's obvious and it's simple that you're going to love that person. If every day you heard about him that he was wonderful, that he was great, that he was awesome, that you live by his merit, that he's the reason why you're alive, you're going to love that person. You're going to admire him. You're going to almost want to worship him. It's like, it's simple that if you saw your parents crying to him and hoping for him and counting on him, it's simple and obvious that that thing will be carved in your heart to follow the same faith as well. Why not? Why not? Now, if someone now will come to you and tell you, listen, all your faith is based on false claims, it's very painful. It's, 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 it's a great shame for you. It's, it's something very, very painful. Now, who am I to come and to change your faith? It's not my will. It's not my passion. It's not my desire. I just want you to understand that in reality the fact that you heard all those wonderful stories doesn't make them real. Now everyone will admire the true Messiah. Everyone will love a person that is so humble, humble to death. Everyone will love a person that went to atone for our sins. Everyone. The only question is if it was really him or that there is another one that we're still waiting for him. You understand? Now, again, you go ahead and live your life. I'm not here to change your life. I'm not here to tell you. I'm just 
I want to share with you because that I see that there are so many negative reactions to the simple faith of, of the Jewish people and that bothers me. That's for me it's a shame. Why? Because it's true that many Jewish people were not able and many many important rabbis and even big scholars were not wise enough and didn't have the knowledge and the understanding of how to open the wisdom to the rest of the nations and to invite them all and to and to and to let them in and to enjoy the wisdom of of the Torah but you must understand you cannot judge a person that was blamed um, to be evil and that was chased for his religion to be overprotective and to be so super careful and and to be scared for his life and for the life of his loved ones and especially when you have people from your own camp that are going against you and selling you to the nations things that happened so many times to us in the past and also today like the verse is saying the ones who caused the most damage and 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 so much destruction came from us came from within so how will you expect us not to be careful and not to be super super um, scared on the life of our children you know there are more and more verses and I uh, the truth I'll tell you I'm not enjoying giving this class I really rather um, to talk about different topics I don't have no 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 intention of exposing a lie or or revealing a false uh, method or I just want you to please and I'm begging you to do that check for yourselves don't base your thoughts and your belief on words of 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 different people different people can come and claim and and give excuses and and tell you things and they will find uh, ways to justify every verse and every claim and to tell you no he's wrong and no he's lying and all this and all that and to tell you no this verse is talking about it and it is talking about that and all those things can catch a place of, of, of logic and sound so so good for you in your ears because you're used to that because you used to hear that method but I suggest for you to try to judge things on your own and to think on your own by yourselves and to try to go into the roots and to try to learn the, the sources of the Hebrew scripts and maybe even to learn Hebrew for that and not for assumptions on English translations um, that were for sure um, changed and edited for the needs of different generations and to stand by methods and ways of, uh, of certain people in the past. If it was the church, if it was a certain one, if it was one person or another, I suggest for you to try to go to the source and to learn the real scripts and to open your eyes with the holy words of 
Rashi, the commentary that opened our eyes to understand the real intention and the real meaning of the verses in the most wonderful way that can be revealed. And again, with no hard feelings, with no no judgments or anger or 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 any kind of negative thought. I bless you that you will see and enjoy closeness to the Creator. Find the right way to attach yourselves to Him in your individual and unique and wonderful way. Find ways to reach high spiritual levels and to base your heart in a place of emotional healing and deep and meaningful understanding of the Creator's will to find your own true purpose in life to be healed and to heal others and may all our prayers be accepted and answered today and that we Be'ezrat Hashem will rise and shine together as one all the nations with the nation of Israel together are the children of Adam and Eve we are all here to work together as a team and to reveal the truth to all the ones who are thirsty for it. And the real true Messiah will reveal himself to the world in that day of grace, in that day of judgment. And we will see him. And then all the answers will be given to us. So until that day, I suggest everyone to try to open their mind and to go back to the most loyal and accurate version of the Bible and to try to be patient and open-minded not to follow different people's um, opinions even if the earlier generations of your culture based their faith and assumption on those. I bless you to find the truth and I will just remind you that myself I didn't start my journey of finding the truth um, based on my desire um, to learn Torah or my passion to be Orthodox Jewish Jewish Orthodox I started my process of coming closer to the Creator based on my free will to find the purpose of my own life. And I started talking to him and asking him requests in my individual prayer, in my simple way of conversation with him. Just help me to find the truth, help me to know what the right way is. Let me see you in my life, let me feel your presence, let me feel that you're about me. Let me find answers to my questions. And then my Judaism shined. And suddenly I found the purpose of my life inside the Torah and inside the mitzvot. I suggest you all to have your simple, honest conversation with the Creator. Not through no middleman and not based on no method. Just you and God. Talk to Him. Like you would talk to the Creator of the world and ask Him for guidings, 
for the right way, for, for, for the straight wisdom, and for an inner connection with Him based on your soul, on the light of your true soul, and you shall find it. Because everyone who is calling Hashem with truth um, will be blessed and will enjoy His wisdom and His love. So I bless you that all your prayers will be answered and accepted, all the good ones, and may the light of His unconditional love and His kindness hover upon us all and heal us all as one. Amen. Can you hear that Thank you. Shum da vavado, yatsotim.